we're going to be at a point where everybody's going to have a token and everybody's going to be on chain and everybody's going to be a creator because creating on the internet has the lowest barriers and the highest potential. This person you just heard was Janin Otakir, the founder of Coinvise. Just to give you an idea, for me, this application embodies one of the future steps of society. We are going to hear from Janel himself what it is, why he made it, and of course, his way of starting out. This is Inected. Welcome abroad, and thanks a lot for coming in. Really appreciate it. Thank you for it. having me. I really wanted to know a little bit more about your company now, what it's doing, what your application is for, and everything. So welcome, and you get the word. Uh, thank you. Yeah, thanks for having me. My company helps people on the internet, individuals and groups of individuals, create their own token. It's essentially uh, an infrastructure for uh, operating and building communities on Ethereum. The way we sort of describe it in a simple way is that we're Stripe for uh, social tokens or personal or community-owned tokens, as we call it, we call them social tokens. So we're, we're sort of building an infrastructure for anybody to create a token and build incentives around them so that they can not only monetize, but they can use the token to incentivize behavior and increase collaboration between uh, the community. So yeah, I can probably give you uh, the story of how it all started. Yeah, it would be wonderful. Absolutely. Uh, I studied C CS, computer science. In college, I really wanted to go to uh, Stanford and I wanted to do a PhD and a master's. So I, in my sophomore year, I started doing research because that was the thing that you needed to do. You needed good research and you needed good GPA to get uh, there and I was very wrong and naive at the time and we'll get to that but at that time when I was 18 it felt like the right thing to do so I looked for a research job and I applied I sent an email to every single CS uh, and computer engineering professor in the department saying that hey I'm looking for this job one of them actually interviewed me and then they gave me the job of a research assistant and one of the first things they told me to do was go research on and try to understand what this Ethereum thing is and that was the start in about 2016 when I got into learning more about it. And it, it, it only got more interesting as we went forward. Then uh, the professor I was working with was like, okay, why don't you actually participate in a few hackathons because that's the best way to learn. So I participated in a few ETH global hackathons. I learned how to like code Solidity, really like spent all of my time in doing that. And slowly as I move forward and sort of learn more, I realized that you don't really need credentials. Credentials don't mean anything. Uh, if my ultimate goal is to build good technology, I don't need to get a master's or a PhD. I can just do that uh, while building things. Eventually, as I move forward, I came to the understanding that, okay, there's no excuses here. I'll, I'll, I'll work for a little bit. And I'll try to learn from as many people as possible, and then I'll build my own company. My professor ended up co-founding a company called Zero Chain, which was building a decentralized AWS. So I joined there and I worked for them for a little bit. Briefly, I also got to work with a guy called Fabian Vogelsteller, who was building Luxo in Germany. And they were working on this idea of reversible ICO, which was uh, an interesting concept because at the time there were a lot of uh, scam ICOs and it was a good problem to work on. So I did that for a little bit and I had a conversation with him and Fabian was the co-creator of Web3.js and Fabian also created the ERC-20 token standard. So he was really the one of the core like people who built Ethereum protocol. And one of the reasons why developers are building these applications is because of his creation of the Web3.js library. I, I saw that and I had a conversation with him and he said that the next wave of or like next chapter of crypto is going to be led by consumers, DAOs and uh, individuals owning these tokens. I personally 
really wanted to work in DeFi at the time, but it seemed like NFTs and this concept of uh, building a social network was the best way to scale it to the next billion people. One of the things that I love crypto for is that it decentralizes power and it gives people freedom. So I started building this idea of a social network. And in my head, it was a network that was operated by uh, like five years down the line. It would be a world full of DAOs that uh, are building these sort of culture and they have their own mission. And it's really like building a community, but it's run by individuals where there's no hierarchy. Everybody has a say and everybody has equal stake. And I, I, I saw that world being like run by DAOs. But starting a DAO is like, you need to know how to do treasury. You need to know how to write a proposal. It was complicated. Even today, it's a bit complicated for anybody that's new. So I discovered this idea of uh, social tokens where any individual, so we had sovereign protocols and now we we had sovereign protocols and now we could have like sovereign individuals where any individual could have their token and that was your first way of bringing your activities on chain it could be monetization or it could be sending and receiving payments but my idea is that with social tokens you gradually you build a community you do a token you send it to your supporters and over the period of six seven months or however long it takes you're slowly moving your activities on chain and then before you know it you're down so it was a better way to achieve that goal in a simple way and still bring it to mainstream. So what we're doing at Coinwise is that we started out with anybody can create a token for free uh, on Ethereum. They can have their own token. You can name it whatever whatever you want to call it. It could be uh, my name, Janel. Like it could be any token that represents individuals or groups of individuals. And then that token represented some kind of ownership in that group of people or individuals. So imagine having like something like an Elon Musk token where you can bet on the individual itself instead of companies. And that's a good way for aligning through the success. If you're a Justin Bieber fan, you get successful as Justin Bieber does too, because right now there's no real way to quantify that kind of relationship. So tokens are not just money, but they unlock equity in individuals. So anybody can create a token, send and receive them on Coinwise and then build incentives. Like you can incentivize behavior or participation through like you can give out rewards. You can set up bounties for getting work done for your token. So there were a lot of these nuances that we built uh, around incentives, but really the core is that anybody can create a create their token, manage it and send and receive them. And that's how we started Coinwise with. And today we're operating on Ethereum and Polygon. And that yeah, that's sort of been my journey. Oh, that's super interesting. Like what got you into the idea that tokens uh, would work and like there was interest for tokens? So it wasn't more like there was interest for tokens. It was more like this is a requirement. Like we will enter this society of like, a, it's called the token society. There's a, there's a great article called the token society by George Poleg. Any individual will be an investable asset where if you're getting hired for a company, people say that they're investing in talent, but there's no real way of quantifying that. I mean, they're paying you salary, but there's no real way of quantifying that. But every individual is going to have a market cap and every individual is going to be an investable asset because we constantly create on the internet. And even with the quarantine, we've started to realize that creating on the internet is much more accessible and profitable to, because you get access to a larger global arena and you can really uh, you know, build your audience globally. One of the examples that I just gave yesterday was that Facebook introduced this idea of businesses where you can sell on their marketplace. So it was a blend between social and work where you transacted with people that you didn't trust. Either you're buying a laptop from someone, if you're buying even a car from someone, if you're buying event tickets from someone, we already see these kinds of things happening. We already see uh, people paying on OnlyFans or we already see people paying 
uh, to their favorite streamers on YouTube. We were already seeing that blend between social and work. But what crypto unlocks is ownership in somebody's success or ownership on individuals and everybody becomes this individual like asset that can be invested in and all of these relationships are now quantifiable and nobody can take you down it's pseudo anonymous so you don't have to reveal your identity which means that you're represented by your ethereum address your wallet address and that's it you build merit based on your participation uh, and ownership in these communities not just on your profile and you know where you're from and all of these metadata that you just give away for free to these companies but it, the core of it really is economic freedom you're really building your own economy when you do your token because now you have sort of people that support you and all of a sudden they're now your community and everybody's aligned because they're sort of holding ownership in you so if you get successful everybody around you does too so uh that's what it does it decentralizes power so you don't give power to facebook you give power back to individuals and you give people economic freedom no it's very interesting it's really interesting yeah. as a concept. And no, actually not like think of it. It's really different from, from the standard. Yeah. Is the person who is sort of tokenizing himself, is, is he losing something by doing this? I, I mean, it's again, we'll go back to the internet. You can really tweet anything and you can really create anything on YouTube. You don't have much to lose, but you have a lot to gain uh, if you do it right. It creates its own like version of inequalities because certain people get successful. Certain people sort of are in tail end of things where the competition is brutal because everyone has equal access to these things. You, all you need is internet. But tokens, it's very similar. It's, it's almost acts like the internet, but it sort of quantifies every relationships and uh, the exponential growth that you will see with, with sort of incentivize it like your community and growing it is much better than just creating on the internet because there there's no sort of like if i'm helping you there's no sort of you know way for you to grow your community so that's how i think about it is it's really like the internet just to go a little bit through the process uh, what would it take for a person to tokenize himself or a company of his or a, or a work of his yeah so it's it's fairly simple you would put in the token name uh, and symbol, uh, and that's it. You would select a framework that suits you. So it's, if it's a personal token, what you could do is, hey, like if you join our Discord, you can earn 50 token. You can, you know, bet on my life or like what I'm going to do. So if I wake up at 5 a.m., token holders can sort of get those kinds of access to weird experiences that you can create. If you want your neighbor to keep the music down at night, you can reward them tokens for that. So there's there could be like these weird use cases that you can do with it, uh, or you can do even a human IPO where you can fundraise, which uh, one of the initial examples of Alex Masmerch did where he fundraised about $20,000 through his personal token. It was more like a human IPO offering. If you're creating a personal token or if you're creating a community token, if you're creating a DAO, you would pick the framework and the use case that fits you. And then based on that, you would just create the token. It takes less than 30 seconds. All you need is a, is a wallet, which is pretty simple to get. And then you have your token created. You can manage it. Then you can be like, okay, now I can create a Discord and I can integrate like a Discord bot for sending and receiving it or directly do it from Coinwise. And then you can create like sort of rewards and bounties. So if you contribute and if you create content for me, I'll give you 400 tokens. If you do that for me, I'll give you 500 tokens. If you, you know, retweet this tweet or follow me, I'll give you 50 tokens. So you can really create your own community and brand around what you want to do and then sort of grow and that you're sort of betting on individuals uh, instead of platforms. And that's the token economy. Okay, this is going to be the last digression in this direction. Yeah. But uh, I'm super interested. So what does owning a token 
token mean from a uh, token order perspective? So what, what does the person gain back from holding a token? Most people think of tokens as money, but it's, it's actually not that financial. What tokens unlock is ownership. And what that ownership means is that if it's a group of people, you get a say in any kind of decision making. So I'm, let's say I'm a 37% holder of a Matia token, then I get a say in like what your direction is or what you're going to do next, or at least advise on it or weigh on it. And I get to unlock experiences. So you can be like, if you hold X amount of these tokens, you can get to come on my podcast and you can get one-on-one advice from me. Uh, one of an interesting example was a lawyer that did, did, did his token. And if you own or had ownership in his token, you get legal advice. Or if you are somebody who's doing content, running a newsletter, if you are sort of a token holder, you get access to premium news or premium content that is only available to them or jump on Clubhouse and ask questions to them. So it unlocks experiences and it unlocks sort of ownership and future success. So if you get successful, the token itself is going to be, you know, going to be successful. And, and that sort of, you know, aligns me because I'm a token holder. So you, you can sort of invest in the in the value which a person is going to provide later in the future right right so you're really investing in not the money or speculative aspect of it but really you're investing in the individual's like success and what they create like you're extracting value through that token right and that value in this particular example could be premium content and it's really so you can change the token like amount or like you can make it fixed that uh, whatever the token amount is going to be it has to be attributed to let's say twenty dollars a month and you can do that but the core idea there is that you're unlocking sort of this idea of not just premium content but whoever's contributing to that content it's not just to your team now you can incentivize content from your community itself and i'll give an example we work with a community called global coin research which was a news company that was working on this idea of decentralized journalism so instead of them like writing news on their platform they're crowdsourcing content directly from their community of like say 10,000 20,000 people and they're getting paid to create content so instead of the team of like five or ten people creating content all of a sudden 10,000 people are creating content. So it, the token is leveraged to increase access for people. I mean, you could say it's it's more like Fiverr where you're sort of giving work uh, for US dollars, but this is, again, this is not money, this is ownership. So as you work for them, you have more ownership in GCR. Uh, it's sort of like issuing equity, which unlocks not just money, it unlocks like different experiences. So you can get access to whatever deals or whatever startups they're investing in. You can access to their premium newsletter. You can access to their community calls that they do. Uh, a lot of these other things that you can architect on your own it's super interesting and it's, it's sort of painful for me to try to move away from this so i will ask you another question about no, please. this is, isn't it risky for like extremely huge companies or like people with ex- extremely high capital to get into others or like people who tokenize themselves and sort of uh, literally own them or like own all the content they're going to produce later in the future so the creator itself who tokenizes themselves can sort of have control over how they're giving out ownership in in many cases right you can buy the token but a lot of times you can make it non-transferable which means that you have control over who gets to own this token so uh, the again the core idea is decentralizing power and economic freedom and you have freedom when the power is sort of decentralized and the ownership is sort of decentralized. So you can sort of do that in the case of tokens where you can have control over who you're giving out access to. Protocols have been doing this for a while now. So if you're looking at Uniswap or a bunch of these other protocols, they have their own tokens. They call it like token farming or airdrop, retroactive airdrop farming. Really the ways ways is like do work for us and get paid tokens. And, and this idea of being able to earn and 
uh, by working for different protocols. But now we're changing that aspect into you work for different individuals. Now I don't have to work for a company. That's the future of work. I can work for multiple individuals that I like. Uh, I can work with my friends and then make a living out of it. And you're working for these multiple DAOs. And that's the future of work as we see it, because contributions and value exchange is all quantifiable and has a price to it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Wow. That's like philosophical at a point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow. this is this is something uh, we're going to see normalized a lot. We're going to be at a point where everybody's going to have a token and everybody's going to be on chain and everybody's going to be a creator because creating on the internet has the lowest barriers and the highest potential. So and the highest potential, creating on the so. internet and the best way to create is to do it with complete and utter freedom, sort of eliminate competition because when you build a token, you're creating your own economy and you have sort of power and control over that economy on how that's distributed. So I think we're going to, go, going to be in an interesting world. Technology is going to help us become more free and it's going to reshape our conventional understandings. And so the huge question is, if you were to start over now so like you maybe you're talking with a with a little brother or someone who is uh, mm -hmm. still in high school like maybe first second year of high school what what would you do like what how would you approach life from there i would learn how to code learn how to write smart contracts but just learn how to code because that's going to be the language of the internet and most people will find their careers on the internet you learn in school when you start you learn how to read and write in english because that's the language you communicate with and that's the language you use in the workplace right but today if you want to build a career the language you communicate is mostly with computers because that's what you spend your most time with so learn how to code similar to how you learn how to read and write be curious like find what you're passionate about whatever that is find your purpose of what you want to do and live a life full of purpose don't sort of try to build a template resume try to live a life of purpose it could be crypto it could be research biology it could be doing aerospace engineering live a life with purpose and know how to code you'll probably end up in a good place and, and build great things and make lifelong friends and just don't take things too seriously you know life is short so try to do as many things early as possible because I, I try to make excuses that when I'm going to be 25 27 I'll, I'll get some experience and then start a company but it was all excuses there's no age so if you want to do something just start doing early you'll probably end up in a in a good place now i just just a personal question before we close this out how will you go about money that was one of the goals of coinwise is is that we create opportunities for people to work you can sort of start making money in crypto if you're a developer you can go to gitcoin if you're just uh, you, if you don't know how to code you can go to coinwise and you can see all their bounties and you can be like okay i can design a logo for them or i can moderate somebody's discord and actually get paid uh, so these are some like very small ways to get started a better way to get started is is probably building something yourself this this era of like 99 consume and one percent create so try to build something it could be like writing your own newsletter it could be trying to work with a team of people that are building something so let's say if you want to do marine biology try to work with a group of people that are working in that uh, research area and try to see hey how you can be useful to them if you want to do let's say code try to work with people that are building like let's say a startup or build something yourself i think that's the best way to learn so you could start with smaller things like contributing and earning in crypto that's how i paid my rent uh, in college was that i used to write code and i used to get paid in crypto and that's how i paid my rent so i used to do those those little small little things and then i built my own like gpt3 product and then i had subscribers and then that was my income so you could really have like at least 100 people that use that product and you would probably make more money than doing a job and that's freedom so learn how to build things 
whatever that looks like for you. So I think that's going to be, but I think the next wave is going to be learning how to build a community. So if you are really good at writing on the internet, communicating on the internet, build, try to build a community around yourself. It could be creating videos. It could be writing content. It could be giving advice. It could be like auditing contracts like or giving legal advice, whatever that looks like. That's, that's how I made money. Uh, it could be completely different. I think doing a job, there's a saturation point where you can only make so much. But if you really want to go above and beyond, it's, it's nice to work on something that A, you like, that you find purpose in, and B, you can make money on it. I think crypto will create opportunities for people to earn, but also create. Uh, so you can build your own community and you can monetize and have your own personal market cap. And that could be a way to fund yourself. Or you can build your own company. So there's many ways. It's just finding what you like. Thanks a lot. Really, thanks a lot. We'll meet you in the Discord. So we invite every person who comes on the podcast to our Discord. Just because Discord is sure. the easiest way we have to communicate as of now. And uh, have a good day. Thanks a lot. Hey guys, thanks a lot for watching. I hope you enjoyed. And if you reached still here, let me know by writing in the comments, Dance Macabre. We'll meet in the Discord and have a good time.